Going live, people. The clock is ticking. That means, even though I can't see myself on my own live stream yet, that means we're live. There it is, the beautiful Troy, New York, folks. Not particularly beautiful this morning. Visibility low. A little bit on the dreary side. But you know, it is warm. It is above freezing, so I'll take it. Thoughts? Nobody? That's great. It's nice when it's about freezing, right? It's really nice. It's really nice. So, um, Leslie Webster joined. Hey, Leslie. Um, today, another episode of Dojo U Live. What is Dojo U Live, you ask? Well, it's basically a performance opportunity for our members. So what we do is we work on the tune of the week here at Dojo U. People work on it with, of course, lots of guidance from our staff and they upload the video. People are getting a little bit lazy. We've been doing this for a while now. Not everybody's been uploading regularly. Um, and that's a shame. Keyword shame there. Uh, but we do have quite a few recordings to review today. So that's what we're going to do. It's really that simple. Are we ready for the first one? Yeah, we got Stu up first. And I did his, I did his critique, right? Right. All right. So uh, I'm here. We go. I'm almost ready. Okay, I'm ready. What were your what were your thoughts on that, Carl? We're gonna do a different. Good, we had a little. Se- we're doing we this one different. Separation with the metronome right in the middle. I'm not going but, to. Uh, uh, I'm not going to post my score. Right I'm not going to post my score until you tell me what you think. That's how we're doing it right now. Okay, so we had separation with the metronome partway through. What else? Um. Let's see. I was. <laughs> That's not really fair because I was like working on documents there, getting all of our recordings going. But from what I, I heard there, I think uh, we have pretty good tuning. Bagpipe was pretty good. I don't remember any chokes. Um, so I would predict a score. Oh, you're predicting a score. This is exciting. 70, 76. Are you sure you don't want to redact? You don't want to redact that? I'm going with 72. Go to 72. I think you, do you mean 62? Ah, well, okay, if you want. I think 62 is what you meant. 70 is pretty rare. Sure. Um, here's what I had. I, but it's a good performance. I mean, I think, I think Carl meant 62. Because uh, most of the scores are between 60 and 70. 
Uh, pretty good scale navigation, some phantom crossing noises. Rhythmic accuracy, pretty major rushing throughout, particularly on cut dot movements. I don't think Stu's out there. I think he takes Fridays off. Single grace note quality, major synchronization issues. Size of the grace notes is definitely very good, but because we're rushing a lot of beats and things aren't really holding together, a lot of them are coming dislodged from the note changes and skipping some D grace notes. I did really like the, the size of the grace notes though. Like that aspect of grace note quality was really good. That's what we're looking for, but the synchronization became a major issue due to the rhythmical problems. Embellishment quality, rushing, causing sloppy steps. Ma mainly we have out of sync grace notes in the embellishments as well. Dot cut quality and consistency. Some nice ones, but it wasn't that consistent. Tonal quality, really nice. Tuning, really nice. Sit back, relax, hit those beats. Uh, a lot of things I think I think in your finger work score could come together if you practice that and got a little bit more serious about that. I think Carl meant sixty-two, in which case he was right on the money. Well, I think seventy would fit right into my scores. <laughs> oh, you were in a you were in a good mood this week. I guess so. Or maybe we just had outlier performances. We maybe just had... We I have to stop reading the descriptions. Maybe you just had some great performances. Let's hear Let's hear what you got. And then you don't post the score. I'm going to tell you what I think. And we're going to see how I do relative okay. to yours. So much fun. You never know what to expect. Strong. You never know what to expect on Dojo U Live. It could be... Totally organized, put together, professional, or it could be like this. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here comes John. So uh, the drones were nicely in tune with each other for the most part, but the chanter was really sharp relative to the drones. So, which is too bad because that's, that's really kind of a distracting like aspect. Finger work, like a, a scale navigation. We had some hole coverage issues. We had a lot of phantom crossing noise issues. The rhythm was okay. The expression was okay. Trying to get a read on Carl's face. Um, the, uh, uh, the grace note quality in the third part was okay. Grace note quality in the fourth part was not really very good and quite big on the grace note size and um, sloppy strike sounds. 
Right. Um, Strikes are inconsistent for sure. So I'm thinking that the score would be, it's going to be around six, should be around similar to Stuart, 61-ish. Like I said, <laughs> it's exactly a 10-point spread. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. All right, let's listen to this again. Okay, yeah, sorry. Here we go. <laughs> have like scale navigation issues that seem to rule out much above a three for me. But I mean, I don't know. I think John got away with one. I think John got away with one, but... Mediocre scale navigation, several crossing noises, and false fingering that distract somewhat from the overall musicality. That's what a three is. Right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, I would call that a three. Yep. I mean, I would... would, would, Yeah, I think a three might be... I think I think it might just be 0.5 over and then tuning not really close to me. You know. And and again like what I look at with the tuning is are the drones in tune together? Yes. But but then the other thing is is the chanter in tune with the drones and we totally missed the mark on that. Um 3.5, I mean, I don't know, maybe, I guess. And then tonal quality, we had a lot of like weird squeaks and stuff in there too. So 3.75 seems a bit high. Like, I don't know. I, I don't think you're that far off. I don't think you're that far off. Just 10 points, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and all the comments are spot on. Yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, I mean, we're hearing the same things. We're just not coming to the same conclusion about the numbers. The other thing is the squeaks and the squawks, right? So you didn't mention the weird squeaky bits. So like that has to be. That's not true. Slight overpressure sounds, not too distracting though. Um, And then untidiness in the cut notes was sort of where I I got those. For me, those were a little bit of hole slips and then overpressure moments. So that's where I put those two. That's what I heard. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. That's what I heard. Um, but yeah, John, a week of the doc, doctor subs, uh, prescribes a week of manometer work. Um, either way, because there was enough movement in the blowing to justify that. So there you go. Okay. Cool. You ready for another? Oh, yeah. Born ready. All right. Here we go. I'm also ready for... We'll go back and forth until we're out of recordings. I'm also ready for a haircut, I think. Officially time. All right. What are we doing? Jen is up next. Okay. Yeah. 
Jen is up next. Here we go. Interesting. I like that even I like that even more the second time I heard it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, the triplets are way too round in the third part. Uh, we missed the sort of dot cut there. Da 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 da. Um, but we have pretty good, nice, clean playing. Uh, let's see. Fourth part was pretty good. Tuning not so. Not, drone's not quite locked and not quite with Channer for me. I would predict a 67. Wow. Just going for it. There you go. 66.75. <laughs> see, um, see now, uh, working backwards, tuning drones not together, but I liked, generally speaking, how the Chanter and the drones were together. Right. So, so to me, I liked that aspect. It's certainly a lot closer than let's take what we just heard from John Holcomb, for example, like it's a lot more in the ballpark. So we got to get those drones locked, but I feel like the tuning, like I would call, I would call it good, not great, but I would call it good scale navigation. Really nice rhythmic accuracy overall, pretty darn nice. Uh, single grace note quality. I would, I really liked it the second time I listened. Um, we did have some of these synchronization catches going back and forth from F's to E's and stuff. So we did have those. That's probably what influenced my score. Embellishment quality, not because we had so many E doublings from F and stuff. For Jen, this wasn't like the best because uh, she kind of struggles with that transaction. Uh, and then dot cut quality. See, like you're right. It should be lower. The dot cut quality should be lower here, but maybe single grace note quality should be higher. Um, like it's right. definitely too open and round in the second listen. The first time I think I just gave it the benefit of the doubt and just sort of said like maybe a bit open, but on the second listen, it's really not overly present, is it? It's, it's like, it's almost like just proportionally played. Yeah, it's better in the fourth. Um, but still, in, in all cases, it needs to be just that little bit more contrast. You, yeah. you need that, that contrast, and it's not there in the triplets. But I like it. Um, it's a really well-balanced performance. And rhythmic accuracy. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's, just, it's a really well-balanced performance if you look closely, right? Like everything is right down the line. Um, and... Uh, and the instrument and the finger work, they're the same. Like, like one thing is not really letting her down in this performance, which I like that. I like, I, you know, the balance is good. Um, if I were adjudicated, like, let's, let's pretend the tempo was 
not quite as slow, like, like a less of a learning tempo. Like, but if I heard that performance in a grade three solo competition, that performance is going to do pretty well because it's so well-rounded and there's not really anything that's like majorly out of whack. And then, and then we can see where the opportunities to do better are as well. So don't start your performance until your drones are locked. All right, so and that goes for everybody. And if you can't lock them, no matter what you do, you have to address your setup. You have to address the fact that they're either not calibrated or there's like something wrong with the reeds themselves. It's just possible. It's, it's a 90% chance you have not calibrated them correctly. And it's a 10% chance that either the drones aren't really designed for a super easy chanter read. Right, like, like we see that with canards sometimes. Like, canard reeds are not really—they're designed for the average strength of chanter reed, which I think most drone reed makers miscalculate. Like, I think I think reed makers probably consult with and study players that are actually far beyond average quality. Does that make sense? So they're blowing considerably harder reeds. Like, I mean, what would you do, right? Like, let's say. Um, and this isn't a criticism of canard reeds. I mean, uh, they're amazing reeds. But if you're canard, what would you do? You you wouldn't call up, you wouldn't call up the local grade four pipe major when uh, Terry Lee is like one phone call away, right? And so like, but but you know what Terry Lee wants out of a reed is different, and and it's mainly just in what strength of chanter reed the drone reeds are catered to. Like if I was a synthetic drone reed maker where that was an issue. Cause I think it's maybe less of an issue with something like easy drone because of the design. It's just a different design, but canard is like a carbon fiber. Like, I don't really know that much about the engineering of it, but it's like, it's one shape is what you get, right? You get one shape of the body and you get one shape of the tongue. And if I had a product like that, I would, I would be looking for a super easy chanter read model where those things are designed, where those things are designed for super easy reads because beginners and some intermediates should be playing really, really easy chanter reads so that they can develop the skills that they need, right? Um, but if you can't set up the drone reads properly with a read that's that easy, like there's like a big friction point there. It's one of the things I think that frustrates a lot of learners. Important to note, by the way, Andrew, that Canard has two solutions to this problem. One, they sell the easy version. Is uh, the easy version, does it work? Stands, but uh, they do sell an easy version of the Canards that's designed exactly for that. And then also their newer drone reads, the edge drone reads, are fully adjustable, which I wouldn't recommend, again, for uh, beginners because it's too much adjustment too hard. But in theory, if you had somebody set them up for you, that could work. Yeah, I knew. I, I do know Canard has the easy version. The question is, does it work though? Like, does it work for the super easy reads? Okay. All right. And I'm not suggesting, by the way, also that Jen has a super easy read in. It sounds like a nice read, but there's something going on there. Yeah. All I'm saying is, there's a 90% chance there's a calibration issue, and the, but there is like maybe a 10% chance. 
that um, there's some other issue at play, like maybe the tongues are crooked or maybe they're dirty or maybe they're really old or maybe the reeds aren't designed for your chanter reed strength or maybe there's a crack in your drone or maybe you, you didn't hemp the tuning pins correctly or whatever. Or your bass drone is warped. You get a lot of those warped bass drones where like as soon as you get it in tune, it like jumps to like a different pitch. We get a lot of that in the Northeast because there's so many warped bass drones because the climate is so dry in the winter. And it, it like, I think it messes with the wood. That being said, I think it's a less than 1% chance it's your actual drones, your actual like drone, the wooden part. <laughs> it depends. If you bought cheap calibration or the reed. If you bought cheap pipes, from a subpar unproven maker that could be an issue too all right are we ready i look definitively frozen oh yeah you're fro you're frozen big time let's see if i can hit the play button it's weird that your audio keeps coming through nope all right well you uh, we we will listen to sue Oh, my internet's taking a dive right now, too. Okay, I think we're back up and running. My internet took a dive. Carl, you come back when you're ready, and we'll listen to Sue, and then you can post your score. Here comes Sue. Nice job. So um, this is a very difficult tune. I think the third part in particular is a really great exercise for somebody like Sue, who's like, you know, still working on getting everything going and getting all the fundamentals lined up and locked and loaded. Um, I think it's it's a really good exercise for her. Um, and we, certain, sure enough, there's quite a few issues that are creeping through here. Oh, Carl's in on his cell phone. Interesting. Um, I'm having internet issues over here. My thing is going bonkers. It's like the point of no return now. I don't know what's causing that. 
He, maybe I need to turn my Dropbox off. I did not do that. So let's do that. All right. Sorry. You're back. We have Sue's score yet? Uh, we do not have her score yet. I have Sue. You have Sue. Um, do you have a prediction? Well, I mean, it. there were a lot of issues. A lot of issues there. But um, But let's see what you got. There we are. Oh, see, I think that's so pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, the biggest problem is the lift drop crossing noises here uh, in this performance. Um, for me, anyway. And then we had a couple of big chokes, right? Drones not really well-tuned with the channer, and they got better, but that's only because the blowing decreased. So we got a, a little tuning pressure issue and then uh, then a little tiredness here on this. But I don't know. Maybe Sue's working on a new read, uh, which is entirely possible. In fact, in fact, I think that's more than possible. I think I, I know that for a fact that she's working on a brand new read. Um, so uh, there you go. That can definitely do that. And we all know when we struggle with a bagpipe, uh, it's hard to concentrate on the fingering. Um, so... That can definitely help explain that, which is why I told Sue, don't you worry one bit about this score. Um, it will be easily improved. There you go. All right, what's next? My internet is just up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. I don't know what's going, with, going on with it. Um, if I were, I could send an email, maybe I'll do that. But then sometimes they like reset me, so I don't know if that's what we want right now either. All right, uh, we need one of yours. So we have, Beth is one of yours, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beth next. All right, you ready? Yep. Nice job. Really nice job there, Beth. Um, so here's my, here's my thoughts. I think the drones were really close to being locked, but not quite. Um, and we're close to the channer. Generally quite uh, enjoyable. Uh, not perfect, but, but pretty good. Uh, scale nav was good. Couple of small crossing noises and then some larger false fingering moments, also known as phantom crossing noises. Um, rhythmic accuracy was good. There were some moments where it was really good, 
and then moments where you were just a little bit early. Got to keep being confident and just sitting back a little bit and waiting for it. Uh, dot cut consistency, maybe a little round. And then tonal quality, one small choke and definitely some more movement in the fourth part. Uh, but good. So I would think, knowing how Andrew scores, <laughs> uh, we're somewhere around 66, 67. Granted, uh, she was my first critique of the day. So first critique of the day, sometimes you can just, you can add 2% to the score. Um, yep. Basically everything Carl said, uh, phantom crossing noises, rhythm is pretty good. Scale navigation. The grace notes are really big, but they were well-placed and in sync most of the time. They're just so big in size. They're, they're so big. They, it almost sounds like if I wasn't a bagpiper, I would be, I would be trying to figure out what's going on with the melody because the grace notes are so big, right? So uh, embellishment quality, good, but you know, consider the prerequisite stuff could be a bit better at times. Dot cut quality, it's round, but the groove is consistent. You know, it's, it's not terrible, but it's a little bit like Jen was earlier, just round overall. Um, tonal quality, some surges. Carl heard a choke. I must not have been paying attention enough. Very slight. Yeah. It's just, it's like almost like a missed grace note kind of thing. It's very small. So benefit of the doubt, forget it. New drone reads on a different set of pipes, Beth says. So, um, good. Maybe these changes will help overall because your instrument quality score definitely was the, the winner of the week. And the finger work was, it definitely wasn't bad. Uh, we just, you know, got to continue to clean up um, some of those basics. Yeah. It was good. Enjoyable, Beth. Nice Very job. nice. Next. Improvement. That's got to win, like, the biggest improvement week to week. It's nice, yeah. I mean, uh, I think a little bit of bias kicks in because we know Beth has struggled to get the tuning right. So when we do hear... Beth with good tuning, we're like, oh my God, that was amazing. And you have to just be a little careful. I think that's where the rubric can really help is like, all right, let's look at each thing objectively. I still think, you know, the finger work aspects, we still have a lot of the same issues. So, so great job on the bagpipe. And then, you know, keep, keep on keeping on with the um, finger work aspects. Great job. All right, here comes another. Here comes Ken. You did Ken, right? Yeah. You definitely have the... He has the best sounding metronome.
All right, you want to give me this? You want me to put the score down? Yeah. Or you want to go through it first? Um, just really, really early to most of the metronome clicks. Uh, and that caused a whole bunch of other fingerwork problems. And then on the bagpipe side, it sounded okay, but it was kind of underblown at times and not the greatest tonal quality. And the F was really sharp 64.25. Let's see. Hang on. Try that again. Oh my God. Carl. I can't shoot you. I can't shoot you through the internet. All right, let's hear it. Sorry? Let's hear it. Let, uh, let me hear how you got to this. Oh my God. All right, here's how I got to this. I love Ken. So, I love you, Ken. Third part. And ahead of the metronome throughout for sure, but a few bigger moments. And yeah, probably a little generous there. This was also my first <laughs> one that I listened to, but oh well. Um, D grace notes definitely not clear at the beginning of the third part. They're not coming through there, introducing some sync errors as well. Um, and yeah, doubling's not clear in the fourth part. I don't know how I ended up at 375 for that then, but there you go. Um, that consistency was good. He was doing a good job of controlling it, uh, just the timing prevents it from being uh, great, which is why it shouldn't really be a four. Well, uh, <laughs> the tonal quality I thought was okay, though. It was an enjoyable bagpipe. You yeah, definitely. I, definitely I, a little bit underblown. That's definitely true. Sweet spot. All right, I didn't hear you when you were I said that's definitely true. The bagpipe was enjoyable. It was underblown on the high hand. And stuff. Yeah. So I think finger work is definitely a little high. Well, tuning was okay. So I stand by my tuning score and my tonal quality, but no. the rest was maybe a little too generous. Yes. It's okay. You know, okay. I've been told by some people, I've, said, I've heard people say that generosity is like a, a good character trait. So. As far as those people are concerned, they you're, you're probably just right on the money here. All right. Uh, we have Roberta, Barb, and then we have some new submissions that neither of us have listened to. All right. Can we do some of those first? No, let's do Roberta. Okay, here we go.
Nice job. Oh, wait. Let, let's hear your thoughts, Carl. Too late. Too oh, late. you already I, saw it? Um, no. Yeah, I already saw it. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> I was watching. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing I would maybe add in there is that there was just a few moments where she jumped ahead of the beat, but caught on, caught on and, and made the correction really, really quickly. So I don't know if that would justify changing the score. Um, Not after Ken's score, no. If anything, I, I could increase it. Yeah. There you go. Definitely should see a, uh, a bigger difference in the scores between Ken and, and Roberta. And sorry, and Bert. It was really a, yeah, really enjoyable performance. Yeah. yeah. A little bit more clean in the scale nav, for sure. Yeah, a couple of scale, like just a couple little things, right? But you, you just have to be careful. That's why my, my thought at the end is it's time to increase the tempo of this, but don't, don't go up by 20 beats per minute. Like, you know, start to, start to gradually do that because, because things, things are, let's say 95% good, right? But there will be a breaking point where we start to lose quality disproportionately to how much faster we're going. And that's like, that's why you have to be gradual. Cause I've heard, I've heard Roberta like on weeks where she just goes for it. And then there's a lot of issues that are there. So somewhere between the two is where it starts to fall apart. And that's the sweet spot where we should be all practicing and developing, right? It's, it's the, it's the roll off point. So it's the point where like, obviously the faster we go, the less good our technique probably gets, but usually it's like a, usually it's a sacrifice that's okay. But then at a certain tempo, we lose so much, we start to lose, it starts to come apart so much that it's no longer worth playing at that tempo. Right? Right. I think the average- the Small errors become big errors that bleed into everything else. Yes, and exactly. Yeah, um, and so Roberta, like that's, you know, that would be what you would do next is, you know, because like there's lots of little teeny tiny things here, but I don't want you to get all of them uh, to 99.99% perfect before you increase the tempo. I don't think that's reasonable. Uh, so we do want to start to increase the tempo, but we want to do that gradually so that we, um, so that we can figure out where, where that, the roll off point is. Um, I think we found the average, you know, the average good starting point for a student is around 50% of what your final performance tempo objective might be. So you find that like, for example, in a tune like this, let's say you want to ultimately play around 80 beats per minute someday. Like that's what, that's, that's what we kind of feel like a real really should be in the perfect world is somewhere around 80, maybe a little more, whatever, doesn't matter. But then what you end up doing is just setting your metronome to 80, but letting that be the double time cadence. So we've actually, now we're actually playing at 40 beats per minute but we get two clicks in each beat. Like that tends to be a, a decent starting point. That's how I try to do my tune building videos. It's right around there. Um, but, uh, but you of course have flexibility. If you can't do that cleanly, you could slow it down some more. It's totally within the rules. And God forbid, you, you know, we simplify a little bit here and there as well. 
All right, so the rule is you have to submit by Thursday morning at 7.30 a.m. So we have some late submitters. Wait, we didn't hear Barb Willard. Barb submitted before then. Oh, Carl, you're frozen in an awkward smile again. <laughs> um, I think it's whenever you go in, in to tr grab a file that you freeze. Thoughts about this? The sad part is it's not even true. Oh. Because I hadn't even touched it yet. Oh. In theory, you guys see me again? Yeah, I can see you. Um, you, you now let me see if I can get rid of this old Carl. Bye-bye. There he is. Let's try that. Good thinking, Batman. Try that. It's on the phone, phone but, but I can't, I can't, uh, can't upload anything. Oh, the problem is we're hearing two of you now. So. Uh, maybe I can, can I boot you? No, that should be gone now. No, no, it's good. The other one, like, the computer's off now, so. You just have to turn up your microphone input volume on your phone now. Because the phone app is a little weird and starts people off way too quiet. There, that should be better. Cool. Is that any good? Cool. Well, Andrew, can you... Are, are we oh, wait. No, I totally can't hear you. I can't hear you at all. Can't hear me at all. How about now? It's still very quiet. Well, let's go with that. How about that? That's that's uh that's workable. So I am going to try to find uh I'm gonna try and f find people that submitted late, like Anders. Which one are we doing? There's an 80 beats per minute and there's a 90 beats per minute. I usually choose the slower one, but whatever one you want. I don't understand this, but let's have a listen to Anders. But so I guess what we're for Anders, like we weren't able to score him because he submitted late, right? Right. But we can give some, we can give some generic feedback here. Let's have a listen together. Bum, 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 bum. It must be attempting to upload this. Oh, there was an error converting my file. Yeah, because he puts an extra period, like it's like dot mp3. You gotta edit the the name. Uh, I'm almost back to where I can do this. All right, let's go with Barb next. Sorry for. The... Okay. Er, uh, we could do. We could go with Ephraim. Let's go with Ephraim. Nope, there was an error converting my file for Ephraim too. Oh, it's because I paused my Dropbox. That's what the problem is, dude. It's not the other one. It's not. Here, I, I got it. I can get Barb up here. Okay. Barb says, on second thought, let's wait till next time, please. Nah. We'll listen to it. Rip off that Band-Aid. We're ready. All right. Be bold, Barb. 
Pull pipes. Oh, yeah. that bad Alrighty. no it wasn't at all um the bagpipe so the bagpipe sounded pretty good the chanter was sharp relative to the drone but you can work on that no problem it certainly wasn't that far off um we had some scale navigation issues but uh you know it's reminded me a lot of Sue's performance. Like it's good to get it up on the pipes. I think this is a great exercise um, with a lot of good stuff in it to be practicing um, and that nothing really terrible went on. It's just a matter of, you know, trying to translate what we can do on the practice chanter as well as we can over to the pipes. So not shabby Barb. Bum, 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 yeah, bum, bum. Really nice job, Barb. All right. Good job. Next one. Let me try this time. Let me try. I got this. Oops. Okay. Yeah. Uh... Bam. Ephraim. Here's Ephraim. Okay, so uh, Ephraim, that really hurt my ears. Uh, so we got to get the the old pillow over the uh, microphone trick going because that was just really distorted um, sounding and really, really loud. So the old pillow over the iPhone trick might really help. But the playing sounded nice. And from what I could tell through um, the sort of death metal effect, that your phone put on your bagpipes. Um, the pipes sounded like they were pretty well tuned, that you have a pretty good handle on that. 
and the rhythm was good and the scale navigation was okay. And then there's just some of the detail work needs to get into it, like making sure to play all the grace notes in all the right spots and just um, a couple of the passages derailed you a little bit and we just need to practice that and get that smoothed out. But really nice. I don't think Ephraim's here today, but good job. No, I don't think so. I don't see, I haven't seen them on Facebook. All right, and here we've got Anders as well. And then we can, this should work. Yeah, all right, ready for another? This is the grand finale, Carl. This is the last recording of the week. Grand finale, all right, here we go. sort of very similar to Ephraim's in the sense that I think a lot of good things happened here, but the microphone is just overloaded. Um, so I think the bagpipes were fairly well in tune there. Um, sounds like it was fairly well blown, but that's really hard to tell um, overall. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, the drones, I, I think like almost all the categories were good, but need work. Um, so, so the same sort of thing with tonal quality, but then like scale navigation, like we can do a little bit better to be a little bit cleaner, but overall it was all right. Same with the rhythm. The rhythm was actually maybe overall really nice. Um, grace note quality and stuff, you know, size and sync issues. Um, embellishments, we definitely a bit on the sloppy side coming from those short Fs into the E doublings. And then the... A lap ASAP is very like very much like Jen. It's too round. Bum 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 bum. That's too round. It doesn't. It's not that it's bad. It's just flat, right? Like when you listen to it, it doesn't give you any sense of that dynamic that we can raise by executing good A A lap ASAP. And that's sort of the essence of that uh, dancey, real type style that we're going for. It's all, I mean, it's 98% contained in just executing ALAP ASAP well. It's not that we have to play super tight. That's not what I'm saying, right? But this is too round. 
got kind of a gurgly chanter. What we need is right in the middle, we need a little bit of that scotch snap and snap. Uh, but just uh, as long as possible, as short as musically possible, it gives us something along the lines of. Maybe a, a split hair more open on the ASAPs if you want, but it would only be a split hair. Um, and that sort of feel is what we need. Sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. Uh, Anders said, I sent in a second at a quicker tempo that felt more comfortable. Uh, okay, so that's incorrect. This was the quicker tempo. This was the 90 beats per minute one? was the 90 beats for me yeah and and besides which right if something feels more comfortable at a faster tempo you are wrong um it's one of the great one of the great fallacies that can lead us astray as pipers right um well it's the same as as what roberta says there up tempo it would be okay well maybe but by accident not by control exactly right carl and, and that's not really what we want we want control um you know, not, we don't want to be accidentally good. I mean, that might be nice, but it, you're never going to be able to do that consistently. Um, so no, it needs to be good at a slow tempo in order to be truly good. It'll be, it, it, and, and I challenge that thought, it'll be even better uh, at a, a faster tempo if you can play it well at a slower tempo. There's just, even by accident, there's no way it'll be as good as playing it with control. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like saying um, it's like saying I feel better when I eat pizza on my diet. You know, or I've lost more weight when I just eat pizza. Uh, even if that's somehow true, it's a uh, there's some mistake in logic there. Uh, dum, but, uh, dum. But, uh, I think that's the lesson of the day, right? Is you need to search for that roll off point, right? Um, and like there is a roll off point. So, so where you increase the tempo and, and uh, the quality of the finger work stays, okay, you can stick with it more or less, more or less, but then at a certain tempo, you no longer can stick with it. The, the technique really starts to suffer as a result of going faster. Um, and starts to come loose. And, and what happens, I think what we run into is at a certain tempo, things are going by so fast that we can no longer process anything. So it seems like it's going better, right? It's going by so fast and it's over so quickly. Uh, and it, it impresses so many um, players at a lower level than you that you become really happy and content playing fast. But it's it's uh, fake. It's an illusion. I mean, if you don't believe me, keep playing fast. See what happens. But I'm sure you all believe me. Very believable. Good job this week, guys. I uh, I did shame. I did shame people for uh, not submitting their recordings, and so some people rallied yesterday and got one in. So. 
I did want to at least listen through them and offer some comments. The due date is what it says on the website, right? Because, and, and the reason is twofold, but the most important reason is Thursday morning in the perfect world is when we're, uh, is when we're gathering all of our recordings and critiquing them. So from a logistics standpoint, that's what we need and able to be in order to be able to give you feedback. So if you submit after the deadline, we might get to it, but we can't promise that. And I would like to just not, and certainly someday if we get 50 recordings a week, it's just not going to be in the cards at all. But then the other thing is in the real world, performances have times assigned to them and you have to perform at that time, right? So it's part of the process. It's part of this practicing the art of performance process that we're working on, which is, you know, that's your deadline. So you can pick, you need to pick an exact time every week that you record. Like Beth does it in Wednesday afternoon, you know? Um, and I think she does it at the same time every week. And I think between her and Roberta, like Roberta unfortunately broke the streak, but Beth is like doing really well as far as 37 consecutive weeks or something. That's what going on a cruise get you. <laughs> <sighs> oh no, I think Roberta missed a week that wasn't because of the cruise. Oh. <laughs> He's calling you out, Roberta. Yeah. I mean, um, I think you'll find, I mean, it would be interesting to see next time Beth does like a solo competition or something. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how she feels and uh, how she handles the, the nerves and the process now having practiced this performance. I bet you it might not, I mean, it's still going to feel different and probably a little bit nerve wracking, but hopefully you'll, you'll have oodles and oodles more confidence. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got to run to my next lesson. Yes, me too. Great job, everybody. Keep up the good work. Keep submitting recordings. And if we get enough recordings, then we'll do exactly as Beth says. We'll play only the ones that come. <laughs> but we need enough recordings for you guys to submit first. There you go. So, tell your friends. Get your friends on the program. Get everybody playing every day. All right. You're welcome. See you later. Take care, everybody.